I, I, I maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Welcome back to 88.3 WGT's After Further Review. It's that renegade instrumental from Jay-Z and Eminem. Make sure you uh, check out that song, Renegade, here on Kooka's Radio. Oh, not Kooka's, actually After Further Review. Kooka's Radio you can check out on Saturday night. Saturday nights we do it right 10 to midnight. But we're on After Further Review as, you know, mixing up a little bit of the hip-hop and sports. We've got David Mann, got Harris on the phone line. He's going to be a little bit of a renegade as he gives you his take on the new policy from the NFL and with the national anthem, as he says, just follow the money. And uh, David, explain a little bit about uh, your take on it as you did post it on our Twitter page um, that you will talk about this subject. Make sure you check us out, AFR Sports Show on the Twitter. And we also have After Further Review Sports Show on Facebook. David, go ahead. All right, so I, I come at this from two angles. First, for those of you who have really been living under a rock for the past couple of days. The NFL announced that there was a league-wide policy that had been approved by owners, basically saying that if you're on the field, you're required to stand for the national anthem. But you are also have the permission, if you don't want to be standing on the field, you're able to stand in some designated area kind of away from the fans or away from the majority field or in the locker room while the anthem's going on. And so my first initial response is, so you're requiring that players stand on the field. And apparently this was universal because this was, you know, before we had all the reports and I'll get to it later. So all the owners agreed that you have to require person to stand. I'm like, really? Did all the owners really agree? And then the more I thought about it and the more that I heard reports, it was okay. There were some that were, okay, yeah, we really want to put it in the hands of the players. Then we come to find out that it didn't really go to an official vote. It was just a poll that was sent out to owners, and the league looked at the poll and then just went by the polling results and then come to find out they didn't really sit down and talk to the players' union about this. And so a couple of things just as I'm – continue to process it, and I'm going to try to keep this rant on FTC Airways. It just kind of, for me, it shows a little bit of kind of hypocrisy from the league overall to where, yes, this, oh, we want you to have this, we have this universal policy that we can have in place for something as random as thanks for the flag, but yeah, we can't, as a league-wide agree to issues such as domestic violence, such as substance abuse policy. All this is authoritative in the hands of Roger Goodell, 
But yet, when it comes to something that's as volatile as this, all the owners from all the reports that initially came out agreed to this. And then come to find out that owners, there were some, still some owners that are like, yeah, we don't agree with this at all. And then not coming to a vote again. Huge red flag. It seems like who the, the, mar, the marquee owners, and we know who those are. We know who those names are. They're trying to push this agenda onto the league to where they just want to get back to this kind of quote-unquote shut up to play and play football mentality where if you're looking at it and you're really talking about respect, which is all this kind of just discussion has been, oh, respect the flag, respect the anthem. Like if you're not willing to sit down and respect the opinions of the players who are actually on the football field making you money, then why should they respect anything, first of all? Because if you're not going to respect them, why should they respect you? Two, this whole, again, I keep repeating it ad nauseum, but it keeps needing to be said because the more and more these owners are so blindsided and so distracted that it's not about the flag. It's not about the anthem. The reason that players are protesting is because of police brutality, systematic injustices. And ironically, this happened on the same day that we saw the Sterling Brown video, who was or who is a professional athlete, and the way that he was treated by Milwaukee police. Like, that's the reason why they're protesting. For me, it's like, bleep the flag. Like, if, if we're talking about respect, respect the flag, you guys, honestly, and again, if this goes viral, I don't care. Like, you guys don't respect the flag. You guys respect your wallets. You guys respect your paycheck. You respect the money or the um, number that's in your bank account. Because you guys don't give two craps about anything other than making sure you get paid. And anything that affects the bottom dollar, anything that affects your ability to make money as grown white men, which that's the majority of the owners, so I'm just calling it spade a spade. Like, if you guys are really caring about what the actual issues is, what the actual issues are, one, you wouldn't make this leaping assumption without consulting the players or talking to players on or players union. Dean Marie Smith came out or Dean Marie Smith came out earlier this morning and said he didn't get a call from the owners. He didn't sit down and talk about this. And so you, it's already, from that point, something that's being pushed by the owners onto the players rather than a conversation. And so we're still having this same conversation over and over and over again. And people are saying, oh, week one, what's going to happen? Like, if you actually had a legitimate conversation, players and owners, we could come to some kind of resolution to maybe similar to the NBA where, yeah, they're required to stand, but no one in the NBA community is saying, well, maybe if I kneel or like there's a respect between owners and players that's not there within the NFL. And if we're going to make this big deal about, you know, you must stand and respect the flag, respect the anthem, all this other political rhetoric nonsense, then we, we should instill the same thing with the fans, you should still the same thing with all the staff, the video people. I saw a tweet kind of alluding to this from Sage Rosenfeld. Like, make everyone respect the anthem. Because if that's what this is really about, then don't have concessions open during the national anthem. Because, again, you're respecting the flag. You're not giving honor, reverence, respect. And 
for all I care, like, have you really looked at the national anthem? Like, has anyone really sat down and read the lyrics? You're telling me that we're supposed to respect a song that speaks to freedom and all this other stuff that people With a few see, verses, then, yeah, a few, well, a couple of yeah. verses that are left out. Obviously, the the original part of it. Yeah, so it, it goes back to we we know what the bottom dollar is. We know it's follow the money, and all this national anthem stuff started when the NFL, the league started receiving money to have this military appreciation where it became, oh, you're getting money so that we can honor the veterans, honor the military. And again, all these players have said, hey, we respect the military. We respect what they do as servicemen and women. That's not the issue. The issue is systematic injustices, systematic racism, and police brutality. That's the reason of the protest. And a protest is supposed to be visible. And so if you have, and telling all these players, oh, protest in the locker room, protest in the locker room, that's basically quenching and nullifying the, pro- the purpose of the protest to begin with. And then you get, you know, idiots at the federal level, and you guys know who I'm talking about, who just continue to smoke, you know, stoke the fire, you know, respect the anthem, respect the flag, respect the country, you know. Oh, if you don't respect the anthem, you shouldn't be here. Like, it's all, it's all, at this point, it's just political rhetoric to get votes. True, true. And like, I, and I will say this too, David, and, and, uh, and I think people have to realize this. Go to a football game. I mean, we've done several games at the University of Toledo far, as far as play by play, um, for a number of years. And during the Star Spangled Banner, you'd be surprised how many people, don't take their hat off. You know, they tell you to remove your caps and, you know, I wear a cap most of the time and I would remove my cap, you know, just for respect of the anthem and the flag. But there is people that if you go to some of those games, they're doing a lot worse than a guy kneeling uh, during the, the, the singing of the anthem. I mean, I've seen guys not take off their caps. I've seen people, men and women still being on their phones, you know, and just kind of, you know, passively listening to the to, to the anthem um i've seen people still at the concessions you know walk out and still try to get catch extra ketchup on their fries at the concession stand i've seen people still talking some people not you know still sitting down and these are able-bodied people now obviously if you have a disability you can still be sitting down but there's a lot of other things going on during the anthem um from, from almost spectators and and even some employees are, are that are working the games. I've seen them still having like a conversation during uh, the anthem being sung. So it is kind of you know hypocritical that for the NFL to be like, well, we don't want you to be kneeling during this because of of, of a protest and it's against the flag. And I and one one thing is this. I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, this isn't a black and white issue i'm not not meaning race where it's kind of cut and dry i mean let's face it i mean this this country has its pros and it has its cons and just because you're kneeling i don't think that means you're disrespecting the country because if you could you could flip that and say well the dis the country is disrespecting certain groups of people i mean it's almost like oh you don't you're disrespecting this country you're disrespecting this flag but at the same time colin kaepernick is saying well this country is disrespecting a socioeconomic group of people 
and that's what I want you know th- this to, to to be known and you have freedom of speech and just like the, you know obviously at the federal level with the president he has a f- freedom of speech to be on the internet with Twitter and all that and his speeches it's okay for him to say things and spew what he wants to spew for his agenda but when somebody else does it well then you're bad and that's not and that's not okay and it's just like well you know what is this is this really truly a democracy it just seems like if your views doesn't line up with other people's views nowadays you you know you 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 call the hater obviously or you're being disrespectful and 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 I don't like the fact that obviously I don't like to get political about it but I don't like the fact that the president is kind of dipping his nose into this because he's making it more of a divisive divided subject when it should be more of bringing attention to certain things and uniting the country more than anything than being making it divisive and making it against you people versus you people and you know this is what the rhetoric as you said is what he's trying to to bring up and and, and it, it is sad i think it's more of a, a division it's become more of a division uh type of a topic because of the the, the president interfering and 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 i i think it's taken away from what the, the intentions of the actual I guess, so to speak, protest is because then it's almost to the point where if you can't protest this, then you can't protest anything. Yeah, and then it goes back to, and people kind of have been throwing out, oh, respect, respect, respect. Like, how you, and it's, you know, your teams are now going to get fined if they've, if the league sees or something as disrespectful. Like, what is disrespectful to me may not be disrespectful to you. Right. And like, so then it gets into personal feelings mm-hmm. and objective and subjective and like, oh, I, I was offended. Oh, I had so-and-so who's probably sitting on their fat bleep on their couch or on the sofa during the national anthem at home kind of being a social media troll. Like, oh, I was offended. Oh, this person. And then the league sees that and it's like, oh, well, this person was offended and we have to find so-and-so. And I was like, it's going to get to a point to where all these fines and all these subjectives are ridiculous and to the point where, okay, is this this universal sign of respect? Is it, you know, and then again, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. If I want to protest and my protest for me is sitting there or kneeling to the national anthem, then that's what I'm going to do. Right. And let's be honest, this country hasn't really been, you know, respectful to a lot of veterans. I mean, if you really think of if you really want to take it way back, you know, you got guys, you know, people of color, African-Americans, blacks that have gone on the fight for this country and then they come back home and then they get disrespected and then have been told that they're lower than a certain than certain people. And I mean, that's been back all the way to the 40s and 50s. And, so, you know, that's kind of a, 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 a contradiction. You go and you fight for this country and then you come back and you don't get any respect. The same thing with even the veterans in general as we've gone on through the years. You know, some veterans have come home and, you know, the war can really play a toll on you. And for them, some of them might develop a mental illness. And, you know, it's like, thanks for your, your, your fighting for our country. But now that you're not totally right after, you know, uh, standing up for the freedoms and beliefs and uh, for other people in your country, uh, you're not good enough anymore. So, see ya. And some of them end up on the streets or end up with, you know, a drug problem and, and don't and they need help and the country just kind of turns their back on them. But yet that's OK. But it's not OK to, you know, kneel during the national anthem because, you know, as a football player, you're, you're, you know, you're being very disrespectful. But yet we treat some of our veterans like crap when they come back because 
they're they're dealing with personal and mental issues. I mean, it just it just it's just really a contradiction of, of of things that go on in this country. I mean, obviously, I don't think there's a simple answer to this because, like I said, it's not black and white. It's not cut and dry subject. But my thing here with the NFL policy probably would have been just to keep both teams in the locker room. Then that yeah, eliminates right. eliminates everything right there. You don't have to worry about it, and that's what it is. Because let's think, is the football team is pretty much like America. You're bringing in a whole bunch of different people from different backgrounds that are coming together to be united to win as a team and to build a culture. And, and everyone's not going to have the same beliefs. That's how our country should be. And you, you're taught, you know, respect other people's beliefs and stuff like that, which is which is very true. But now it's almost like, okay, you disagree with me and you're horrible or you got teams that don't want to go to the White House because of President Trump and, you know, they're horrible and now they don't like them. But then it's kind of interesting when Obama was in office and there were certain individuals that didn't want to go because of Obama and his, you know, I guess political beliefs or policies or whatever you want to say it. It was kind of like, no, okay, yeah, we understand. But when it's Trump, then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're going rogue. You know, you're not you're not you're not down for the country. You're not trying to make America great again. And it, I really think it's just a this is, this is a microcosm of change. And there's just some people that just don't want to change. They want to keep it the same old good old boy system, which is pretty sad. Yeah, and kind of getting back to kind of just the op- the optics of it. Like, you can have either a no-rule policy, which it was, and which it still is for the NHL, Major League Baseball, or thinking about the NBA. Like, they have a policy, but it was the players talking about it with the owners. And none of us say that NBA players don't have the ability to protest. Like, do you know how many times where you've seen with, teams kind of with black shirts or various issues. Think about Trayvon Martin. Think about kind of um, Sterling. Kind of all these issues of police brutality. Like, they're still able to protest and they're still standing for the flag. It's about, if we're going to honestly and legitimately have this conversation, it should be where owners and players are actually coming to the table and respecting one another, not kind of backhanded deals. Oh, we just we're just going to assume that and then whitewash everything to win. And it will happen week one. I'm fully, I'm fully banking on it. There's going to be some marquee player that either is in the locker room or is not standing during the national anthem while on the field. And then people are going to be like, well, you know, oh, you got to find this person. No, they're not doing. Yeah. It's just this, this decision made a bad conversation. A conversation that was already tense and filled, it made it just escalate 10 times forward. And it was unnecessary because, like, at the end of the day, are we about freedom of speech or are we about making sure that our, you know, we get the money in our pocket? We all all know what it is. It's all about the freedom. I mean, it's not about freedom of speech. It's all about the money in the pocket. Yeah. That that that's what it is all about. It's about the and obviously we we didn't bring up this point. I think maybe you might have brought it up earlier. The reason why they do the national anthem and everything with the army is because I does I believe the army pays the NFL. It's a paid uh, agreement with yeah. the two the two organizations, and I believe that with 
some of the backlash that the NFL got, whether or not it was with the protest and with it being paid, this is what the, they came up with. Because there was no players there at this, this meeting or whatever. It wasn't really gone through the players' union. It wasn't – players weren't really asked about it. It was like the owners went in, they made their decision and said, okay, here's the rule. Um, I don't know what will happen in the collective bargaining agreement. Now, people say like in the NBA where that's more of a players' league and – the players are almost looked at as equals instead of, in, you know, in the NFL where they make it where the NFL says we rule, we are the owners, we rule, listen to what we say. Um, they do have a policy where the the, the, the players have to stand and, and uh, I guess, so, so on to speak, to respect the flag. But the NFL doesn't. Um, they made up this policy. I see what the players do. But I think that probably the best solution would have been just to keep um, both teams in the locker room and it does look a little you know suspicious especially when you you have a financial uh stake in this because if it wasn't a paid situation here would the nfl have gone with this decision you, you never know but uh, my guess is probably not they probably would have just been like well you can keep on kneeling or you can keep on doing whatever whatever you wanted to do but um like I said, I think it's a messed up situation. I think it's messed up that Colin Kaepernick hasn't been able to get an opportunity to at least showcase his skills, which, you know, makes me kind of upset that, you know, you got these owners saying free Meek Mill, but you won't give Colin Kaepernick a job. <laughs> you know, it, I, I just think that that's just a little bit of craziness, but there are always a lot of contradictions in life. But, yeah, the, the, this national anthem thing, I think this came down to basically, as everything says, the color of money, which is green. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate because now you're going to get, and there was this whole boycott the NFL thing last year because of kind of the protests that were happening, and now you're going to get boycott the NFL because now they're not allowing them to protest. And it's like, it's like look, it, like I love football as much as the next person, but at some point, them not or them being around the bush around this issue is just going to hurt their bottom dollar, which if that's what they care about. They're not doing a really good job of making sure that they can get revenue in. Because they're losing a lot of fans the more and more that they just leave this unresolved and leave this wound continually open. Yeah, you, you, you are totally right. Any final thoughts on this subject before we get into our next subject after this uh, commercial break about volunteer OTAs? I just really hope that Week one, there is a couple players that are openly and continue to kneel because, again, the issue is not about the flag. It's not about the anthem. It's about police brutality. And until that's resolved within this country, we're going to keep protesting, whether you guys like it as rich, white, old men, owners of the league, whether you like it as political leaders. Like The protest isn't going to stop just because you made something, quote-unquote, requirement. Like, there's ways to get around the rules. And there are certain owners that are helping the players get around those rules. So yeah. this isn't over. Yeah, that is true. Being a renegade with it here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, uh, we're going to take a commercial break and then get into our final topic about OTAs, voluntary OTAs. People making too much of a big deal about it. I know this, you know, protest, anthem protest is a very big deal, but we'll talk a little bit. Uh, topic on a smaller scale as it's Memorial Day 
weekend. It's going to be a hot one out there. Make sure you check us out on After Further Review on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And if you get up early on a Saturday morning, 11 to 1, make sure you tune into our show. Sometimes we're live in the studio. Sometimes, you know, we got to record it like we uh, did today if we uh, have a lot of things going on. You know, during the weekend. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll return more of the NFL with David the Man God Harris here on 88.3 WHD's After Further Review. Mm-hmm. 